1: Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 50%
0: off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.
1: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our
0: sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone.
1: Hiya, folks. Yes.
0: Where we are right now.
1: Where are we? We are at the lake. We're on planet Earth. In a lake with well, some chainsaws. A it's, lake. It's beautiful. Pine Lake. Pine Mountain. PML. Pine Mountain Lake. Pine Mountain California. Lake. When we're uh, recording. It's July. It's July. Or July 6th. 6th. This is 6th. 2021. We actually yes. are le- releasing this podcast today.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. So I need to get to editing. Amy so let's needs hurry to this up edit just edit just Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, let's cut to the chase here. We're,
0: so we're actually trying to record outside on the lake, but there was a chainsaw going on. There, there was a little some bit of wind. Boats. So we decided to come in the house. So hopefully this is way better. The air conditioning's on. Injured
1: periwinkle Baldwin. Oh
0: my god! So my dog's middle name is now Winkle. Perry Winkle. Deemed by Auburn. his
1: auntie, April, over here. I was like, Perry Winkle.
0: And last episode was the, the recording was the day after the injury. Yeah. Where
1: oh, yeah. Did you talk? You talked about the intro. You?
0: I don't remember what I said because I had slept two hours the night before. Yeah. But um, we yeah, got some feedback about about that arm. Amy
1: people really wanted to talk about. That. I'm just oh, kidding. sorry, guys. <laughs> no. uh, sorry, everyone.
0: So my dog <laughs> broke his arm, and it's been. Uh, Will that thing. be his arm or his leg? That's really his arm because oh. he actually, so the doctor said, the the vet, well, he's a doctor, Um, he's a very attractive Australian doctor. Amy by the way. has <laughs> been throwing that out there yeah. for me. Like, hey, everyone, <laughs> so this is hot Australian. Well, to my mom's partner, who's an Australian woman, yeah. and, and she's like, oh, oh, he's Australian perfect, you know, you know he's good That's because he's British Australian.
1: Sounding. I can't do Aussie. accents in general. Yeah, you're really bad at that. Do an I'm
0: Australian not- accent for me, go.
1: You hit a car? <laughs> want to do some catio? No, say so
0: something about my dog and how he broke his arm. How he broke his arm. Periwinkle, Baldwin.
1: That's a bad accent that I really know. That <laughs> yeah. is not disc- I hope I'm not disgracing any Aussies out there. I'm sorry. I actually adore the Australian accent. Me too. When we were in... My mom's When, we, when we went to Bali back in like...
0: Oh, yeah.
1: patio they, the, uh, they were all these dudes from WA, which is Western Australia. Shut up. The Perth. Perth. Yeah, Perth. Uh, but they were like, we're going to go do some patio." <laughs> and I, Amy and I were like, what? Patio?" Actually, catio. I've
0: heard Catherine say that. My patio My patio
1: And yeah. I love it. It's so adorable. And... Um, not adorable, like oh, oh like I want to squeeze you like a Care Bear, but adorable, like oh, I love it. It's mm. en- it's endearing. So I'm sorry if I butchered the accent. Very good. At I
0: butchered it way before some you. British so. accents, yeah. and I
1: don't say cheerio because no one says cheerio in England, really anymore. Did they ever?
0: Yeah. I okay. mean, word cheerio of people,
1: people always say cheerio when they're oh. trying to do a British accent. What do they
0: call you, blood, you bloody cunt. Like we say yeah. that? Yeah. Well, what you wait, can I'm say?
1: Bespoke. I learned about what bespoke is What's when that? I started at Hot Octopus. Custom. Oh. Yes. And whilst instead of while.
0: All right, I want you to say whilst every time we're not cutting to to the chase. By the way, anyways, beating around the bush. My dog had an injury; (laughs) he broke. So in his arms, so he has. I think it's a radius and ulna, the two bones that we have in our arms.
1: Radius, yes. And they
0: have the same things, and so he snapped it right in the middle. Um, He has a little doggy who had surgery. Actually, he He looks
1: like a gangster because he shaved. Yeah, I'm shaved.
0: But we're at the lake; he can't go in the water. He doesn't really like the water, but he's getting all the love and all the attentions. And anyways, we'll take a photo by the lake. We'll put it on our Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram. Go to Shameless Sex Podcast on Instagram, you'll see April 9. Maybe in bathing suits, maybe naked. Just kidding, probably in bathing suits. It's a very conservative group up here. <laughs> well, not us, but the rest of the world. Well,
1: we can't get topless right now. Nah. We're scared of neighbors. I
0: hate that. I love being naked. Okay, I know
1: you do. Anyway, so this
0: episode with Dr. Nan is this what you said fourth or fifth time? I back? think
1: this is the fourth time that we've had her on the show. Usually she's, she's amazing. Uh, partnered with her lawyer husband and they come on together. John, the team. John, yeah. but it's uh solo Dr. Nan on this she's one, and like, she's fabulous.
0: Our resident therapist, sex sexologist, therapist, sex well, researcher. Well, when I read
1: her bio later, it's oh, you see, I, she's I, badass. It's crazy. That her credentials are just it's, it's a, a plethora and it's the gamut of all things that are not only I mean it's almost like a holistic approach to science but too. she's
0: literally put things on people's heads to research their orgasmic process like yeah. their brains during orgasmic process she's so genius she's, yeah she's she consensually that sounds like she just put it on people's heads she gave people <laughs>
1: lobotomies
0: so we're gonna talk about orgasm and pleasure challenges and how to overcome them and what she's doing she's specifically answering a couple of your sex questions um, so let's dive right in but before we get to the the interview, we have a couple of things. We have a, one of your sex questions without Doctor Nan answering it, so it's just gonna be April and I. Wah, 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 wah. Wah. We need our
1: we need our producer right there to yeah. say. Oh, wah, wah, I Amy, can do you're that. Should I put wah, wah.
0: in one of those <laughs> sounds?
1: Sound Joe
0: Rogan wah, sounds. Wah. Yeah. <laughs> Is Jamie? I feel this like like person. I need a Jamie.
1: I don't. Yeah, Jamie. You do need a Jamie. Jamie, I need a wah wah wah. Because Jamie, yeah, Jamie, I need a. I need a. Yeah. Can you pull up that La yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a La Quizzle. I need more tequila. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay. Anyway. So, before we do the sex question, let's talk about UberLib. All right. So, April, you said you had a cool story about UberLib. What did you do do recently?
1: I mean, okay. So, I use UberLib. It's for sex, but you do it for other things. Well, I do. And it's so handy. So, number one, I always have it by my bedside because I am an avid Uber lube. Uber luber? Uber luber. <laughs> I really am. I, I think almost every session, sex session Me I too. have, even even if I feel lubricated, I like more. Oh yeah, why not? So but the other day I used it to oil my door. Oh yeah, because it was squeaky and, and it works. I, said, I did I'm like WD forty. Wh- oh, I hate that, that stuff. It's yeah. all greasy, so, smells bad. Use some Uber lube no, and non toxic. Well, it's not toxic and it works because now the door doesn't squeak. So it has multifunctions. It's like when you would take that to Burning Man. It would oh, be yeah. like, three hundred. I put my squeaky door,
0: my squeaky, squeaky wheel on my bike. Yeah, I so my my uh, partner and I we went to a, a sex party. Two weeks ago, right, right before a doomsday of my dog's injury, and um and we just carried their good to go traveler all around the oh, sex yeah. party, <laughs> and yeah. it's in the one in the metal case, so it's a little glass bottle, but it's in a metal case, and you can cruise all around wherever you are, and you're ready to and go. And it's
1: not labeled, so it's it's, it's, it's discreet, yeah. So you can bring that anywhere. It's amazing. I've given that as a gift to a lot of folks, and they rave about. it. It's a game changer. They, I actually don't have one of those. A
0: lot of people. I'll I get you one. <laughs> oh shit! I got to get you a good to go yo. A lot of people's response is, "I didn't even know this. This is lube. I didn't know lube could be this good." It feels Feels amazing. Has no flavor, no scent. Something you want all over your body. It's long-lasting. It never gets sticky. Really, you should try a bottle. And I just shouldered you. But for most folks, they say it changes their life because they become huge fans. So join the fan club. Go to uberloop.com. Use coupon code shameless sex, and you get ten percent off and free shipping. Become
1: an uber luber.
0: Uber I think they should trademark that. TM. PS. I don't know. I know they trademark uberlube. Uber All
1: right, we're for a sex question. It's like a shameless sex revolutionary.
0: But Uber luber, yeah. I'm an Uber luber.
1: Oh, speaking of which, before the sex question, Amy bought me as a gift. She gifted me a shameless sex tote. From, oh yeah, from our. Uh our website, uh, you can order people, swag. Yes. What is the website? if you go to our
0: if you go to our homepage, you'll yeah. see a thing that says T-shirts and things. We donate
1: every single dollar yeah, we don't to make money charities. Off of it. No, we don't. Uh, so if you want to support uh, th- different charities every month, it depends on. I don't know what we're doing this month. We were doing wildlife for a while. Yeah, I don't. Know what we'll we're, get back we're to we're that. Sex That's not the point of this. Yeah. Point is now I have it's the cartoon image. Of Amy and I, yeah, and I a huge go to, bag of I yourself. I said to Amy today, I was like, "Is it narcissistic to be nah, carrying it's around?" shameless
0: self promotion. A
1: uh, tote of you and I. I'm like, "Well, I'm just carrying it for my bestie." It's awesome. It's it's actually it actually looks Amy's really good. It. it does. Yeah,
0: it's a great bag. I look
1: very tan. Who else wants to carry us on their bodies? It's a good tote. It's You strong. know, you guys want to wear us it's right next to me right now. Anyway, I just had to say that because yeah. you gave it to me as a gift. You're always giving me like. Nice I feel gifts. like we should
0: offer people that if they buy one of our things with our logos or something on it, and they send us a photo, we'll send you something for free. Like we should give yeah. you a gift. Like, honestly, we'll we'll do that. We'll send you a I'll thing. I'll send you something. We'll send you some lube or a toy or something.
1: I thought you were gonna say a titty shot. I was like, yeah.
0: April's gonna send you a titty no, shot. No, no, no,
1: Amy. Amy's <laughs> the That would nudist. be my job. You're I'm nudging. I'm, I'm not, I'm, you know, so I, we need an episode. <laughs> the never on, nude? Remember
0: the never the nude? Never I'm nude. a never nude. <laughs> You're a nude. <nudist>. I'm <laughs> nude, yeah. I'm all about like, how I can take I be naked i showers with as my possible. bathing suit on. <laughs> we need to have an episode on nudism, which is interesting because I recently learned more about nudism in that um, it's not about sexuality or it's, it's not about eroticism. And in fact, in the nudist world, eroticism is, uh, so separate that there's some shame if you like get an erection in the nudist world or you're turned on or you're aroused, and people can see that oh. uh, and so and that creates some shame around that so anyways we need to have an episode in this because someone told me that yeah, we should I, I just
1: watched the movie Wonderless the other day have you seen that movie like with, the show no no oh the movie the oh movie. with Jennifer Aniston when they and drink ayahuasca
0: yeah that's where we got from. that's
1: where Diaka comes from oh my god I and, love that uh, We should watch that the there's a, a nudist uh, it, yes. in the beginning and I just was like dying. Laughing because I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, that movie embraces a lot of different, I think, open cultural, uh, that was people that are in polyamorous relationships and drugs, all sorts of fun or medicines, medicines, the medicina. Well, a lot of people like, Is
0: that what ayahuasca is really like? Mm, No, no, No. yeah, but Mandyaka is just so Mandyaka
1: in your voyage I
0: love
1: (laughs) your facial
0: (laughs) features. Okay, anyways, sex (laughs) question tangent tangent so sex question from a listener i recently told my wife that i have been bi curious for all of my life i think this is a penis owner bicurious. by the way bi curious <laughs> but but was generally too scared to give it a go i'm i also am very interested in threesomes, bdsm anal sex and more but she is not Today I was listening to your cross-dressing episode, which is episode number 214, everyone, on... Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, that's nope. cuckolding. Yeah. We Google cross-dressing I, Jamie, Jamie. 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 Cross-dressing Jamie. Anyway, she's going to look that. Um, so listen <laughs> <laughs> to your cross-dressing episode. And when you all discuss men getting into a feminine space and sucking cock, I felt a flush throughout my body. Have you ever done an episode on bisexual men? We have not, and we need to. Um, if not, would you consider doing one in your future? Yes, we will, if you know of any speakers. Episode two,
1: two, two, oh. cross-dressers by Curious by Men and their admirers. So we have them
0: by Curious Men.
1: Well, it would have seemed from oh. this episode. who's the speaker on that uh, one? There is Ms. Ava oh. Durga and Sissy Becca. I you, I think that it, we didn't, it, the oh. episode was more I look up about,
0: cuckolding. Yes. yes. So this person, so they listened to the cross-dressing episode. Yes, so, and there was stuff on bi-curious-ish, like bi-curious men because the group that they created is also for bi men, mm. but she, they didn't, we didn't do a lot of education around the bi men experience. It was
1: mentioned and I yeah. think and, and this is a good point. And
0: episode 222. Two, two. Episode 222. Two, two. Okay. All right, cool. So um, we w- we would like to do an episode on this and go deeper into this if anyone knows of any perfect speakers for this. Or perfect's not the right word, but send them our way. We have a um, Knowledgeable. forum. Knowledgeable. on our contact form on our website, shamelesssex.com. Anyways, so also I'm looking for help determining what is important to explore what can stay in the fantasy realm without feeling regret and what is just midlife bullshit i want to be fair to both myself and my wife while not missing out on great sexual experiences so this, this is person,
1: a multi multi-tiered yeah, we, we answered, the first, we answered part. the
0: first part but this person is saying i've been bicurious my whole life i've felt shame and never come out i'm you're married penis owner penis owner and i'm married and i told my wife recently and um, it doesn't sound like his wife is shaming him and yet uh, it sounds like the things that you're interested your wife said no to um, and so you're curious about this is um is this really me to explore? Is this just fantasy, or am I just having a midlife crisis? Uh, which are all great questions to ask yourself. But you, this has been part of you it for a long time.
1: Like that, from what he, uh, this penis owner, assuming, yeah, ass- I think oh. I think
0: you're right. No, just go ahead, go okay, with that. We're assuming, okay.
1: yeah. Um, so it seems like he's been thinking about this and uh, different fantasies or exploring different pieces of of sexuality threesomes bdsm anal sex and more so and i'm assuming receiving of anal sex is what i'm re- re- what i'm gaining yeah, from I don't this know. and okay so your wife's a hard no and are you sure your wife's a hard no to each piece of that?
0: They, they, uh, they had said, they had they heard said, no to all of them. I just kind of edited it a little bit. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: They were a hard no. She's a she's a no. Yeah. A no to all of those things. Yeah. Um, and interested. I wonder if there is some work that could be done around uh, maybe understanding some of that because it sounds like there can be certain knows to things when people don't know about them yeah that's right and they look at porn or they look at uh Uh, anal sex is always this one way yeah so i'm i'm wondering if maybe if there was a way to explore um but you're not your wife so obviously i don't want to say you need to have her or her it says her do this uh so that being said um maybe there's something that she can do um Around learning that, if she's open to the, the same thing more. would go
0: with BDSM too, because a lot of times people think it's pain; it's all about pain and intensity. Fifty Shades
1: of Grey. Yeah, totally. Instead
0: yeah. of the, there's so many ways to explore kink, and some of them can be way more subtle and not about pain or intensity at all. Or and there's so many avenues. BDSM stands for so many things, right? It was bondage. Discipline, bondage, discipline, Sedo. dominance, submission, sadomasochism. Yes, and that's so many things that you can explore within that. And so, like, what does that mean? What are you, when you say BDSM? What are you interested in? Um what maybe you should sit down with your partner and make the list of yes, nos, and maybes. But learn more about these things first of all. Get so, like, a whiteboard out. So within threesomes, right? Let's break this out. In threesomes. Maybe she's a no to actually having a threesome that involves genitals with another person. Maybe she's a maybe to some kissing with another person. That's a great point. Um, and a yes to just flirting with another person or watching porn with another person. And then you put you put, you do yours and then you put them together. Same with anal sex. Maybe I'm a no to penetrative anal sex, but how about some fingers there or some sex toys or watching you penetrate yourself anally or something like that. Um, and. Yeah, just playing with those. So
1: you're thinking, so for this person, you would say, kind of write out your scenarios of what you're... yeses,
0: noes, and maybes. Here's right. what I really want. Here's what I'm a maybe to do. So you like, I, don't want. I
1: want a threesome with genitals, with penetration, yeah. or with... Or I want anal sex either with you, or I would love for you to penetrate me. And there has to be, like, a level that's vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. It's vulnerable. However, uh, you've been married, and you obviously probably exchange a lot of information between each other and maybe this is a piece that could also be fun to explore. Yeah. Getting to know each other even more deeply and sometimes that is hard but writing it down is a good idea. And then
0: put them together. Make it a fun exercise. Now here's the thing. You This part, the question that you're asking is this just midlife bullshit? I don't think it is. You said you just got really excited when you heard this thing about a man sucking another cock in an episode. You said you've been vicarious your whole life. So there's a part of you that this is you. This is real. The
1: midlife bullshit thing, the midlife crisis thing. In my brain, I think it comes from a lot of folks, that, especially the baby boomers, yeah. that they get the empty nest thing, and that's where the midlife thing can come up. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have all of this time to sit with myself now and my partner that I've been married to that we had kids, or maybe we're divorced or whatever, and so what can I do? There are a lot of times they're more comfortable within but themselves. But is the thing
0: that comes up, so like midlife crisis, we think of like, I need a Ferrari yeah, right I'm now. I'm buying a sports but you car. But have, you haven't always needed a Ferrari since you were a child. you know? No. Whereas like, by curious and oh my God, I'm finally at the point where like this is a big part of me I need to explore this maybe midlife crisis you had something that Push you to finally tap into this part of yourself and to accept it, but it sounds pretty legit to it's me.
1: A song comes up. Listen to your heart <laughs> when you want to be. By <laughs> curious, by curious, by nope. curious. I think that's nope. right. Nope. Listen to nope. you. Nope. you <laughs> We're on one day. The, yeah. the lake has
0: revived us. Oh, we just, I just jumped in. It was fabulous. Yeah,
1: I was waiting. I, I think that's really great advice, Amy. And oh, I think that there is a ahead. risk, though, if they don't address this with their partner, yeah, they might seek that outside. Or you get resentment. Yeah, Ooh. or they they could go into a, or he could go into out of integrity. A, yeah, yeah, into into a space where you might do something that you you um aren't. Necessarily, one hundred percent willing to share with your wife later, and that's something that you don't want to do, like the lies. And yeah. the, I would stay away from that and try the openness piece, the the addressing uh, the needs uh, or the interests. More that conversations.
0: You have, you know? Well, and and also um, they said I don't know if I want to like go all in and then fuck things up. Always start small with these things. Not always, but for the most part. When we start with things like opening a relationship up or exploring things that are like really um, edgy for us, start small if you can. Don't just go right into the full-on threesome or you know the BDSM scene in the dungeon. I, go, uh, yeah. go start with little baby toes. And you might steps.
1: find that certain things aren't what you thought they would be when you start exploring them. You might Maybe be like, wow. Maybe it's just fantasy. It could totally. be. Totally. You might be like, oh, I thought I'd really enjoy uh, the sucking cock feminine space what, right, that's what they said. Feminist space and sucking cock, and I felt flesh yeah. throughout my body. Yeah. You might have that experience, or slightly, or get into a uh, by cur- by curious situation with another penis owner, and you might be like, "Wow, this is yeah." This not is that's not, not for, for me for
0: uh, for actual yeah. exper- in person experience. This is just for my spank bank.
1: Yeah, that's possible.
0: All that's possible. So
1: I think that I would say. As Amy said, too, explore, and it's not midlife bullshit.
0: And if you, go, if you, you do sp-
1: buy a Ferrari later, we might Let's say, talk. okay, <laughs> that might be some midlife
2: bullshit. But rather. you needed the Ferrari.
0: <laughs> um, before we do the bio and dive right into the podcast, I want to do a shout out. Because guess what? We're here with my mom and my mom's girlfriend. Mama. And my mom's girlfriend, the cutest Australian in the whole wide world. Well, they're just wonderful people. And so I want to do a shout out. Because guess what? We sell dildos. We sell vibrators. We sell sex toys. BDSM stuff. BDSM stuff. My mom and I, and I'll say it, my mom's girlfriend kind of hustles for us, too.
1: Fascinator blankets Ooh. that are the perfect squirting blankets Ooh, so you don't ruin your sheets. squirt Your mom just sent me another one because I left my other one at my... Have you squirted on it yet? I haven't received it yet. Oh shit! I have a purple one and a black one. I
0: use mine the other day. I use it if I'm uh, on my moon cycle, if I'm bleeding, and I'm having sex. I use it if I'm just extra juicy. If I'm using a lot of oils, I lay it down. I have the black one, the Fascinator Throw. Buy Liberator, but get it at PurePleasureShop.com. Use coupon
1: code ShamelessSex to get
0: fifteen percent off.
1: That's actually a good deal.
0: It's good, and we have all the other sex videos. So,
1: shout out, Mom. We love you, Mom. Can you hear me? Love you, Janice. She's
0: watching my dog right now. All
1: right, let's read a bio. All right, here we go. So. Nan Wise, Ph.D., is a cognitive neuroscientist, professor-licensed psychotherapist, certified sex therapist, board-certified clinical hypnotherapist, and certified relationship specialist. After almost 20 years in clinical practice, she became driven to understand how the brain creates moods and behaviors in relation to sex and other aspects of human experience. Having returned to academia to pursue a PhD in cognitive neuroscience, she is now a cognitive neuroscience researcher at Rutgers University Newark. She is the author of the book Why Good Sex Matters and has contributed her expert opinion to outlets such as National Geographic, The Atlantic, Time, Glamour, women's health magazine the washington post Woo! huff post romper and bustle damn to learn more visit askdrnan.com that's ask doctor is spelled out d-o-c-t-o-r nan.com but first summer is here and if you're still rocking that winter sweater our friends at manscape got you and your hairy bod covered. From head to toe, Manscaped has all the essentials in grooming, and it's not just for men, y'all. I actually use their trimming devices for my bod, too. I am obsessed with their Weed Whacker nose hair trimmer, and I gave my partner the Lawnmower 4.0, which he raved about. So when he left it in the shower, I finally sampled its magic. And this thing is awesome. It's waterproof, so perfect for the shower, plus it's rechargeable and has an LED spotlight, so my bush looks precise. Or should I say... That pussy on point. Yeah, it is. They also have lots of yummy smelling liquid formulations
0: like ball deodorant to keep those testes from chafing in the summer heat. And you can give those beach balls a boost with the Crop Reviver, a hydrating testy tony spray. Time to get yourself tuned up and ready for summer with Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Just enter code SHAMELESS. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SHAMELESS at manscaped.com. Don't sweat it. Manscaped has you covered. All right. It's interview time. Is this Nan? Is this your third time or fourth Fourth. time? Fourth time. I
2: think it might be my fourth or fifth. Or fifth. You are like the residential doctor. Yes.
0: Yeah. Now, residential doctor, Doctor Nan Weiss. We love her so much. She's been on the show talking all kinds of things. Um, You've done a lot of research in the field of sexuality. You have a book. What's the name of your book? What a why good sex good matters. sex
2: matters. Yes. Woo.
0: Yeah. yeah. And today Nan is going to help us answer some sex questions from you all, from our lovely listeners, specifically on the topics of orgasm and pleasure challenges and how we can overcome them. And um, we have some questions from vulva owners, penis owners, etc. Um, but Welcome, Nan. We love having you on the show. And we already read a little bit about you in our bio, but we'll ask the same question that we always do that you've answered many times, but maybe it's different now. Can you tell our listeners how you got to where you are today in the field
2: of sexuality? Well, I was always interested in sex and I was a psychotherapist and then I became a sex therapist and then I became a sex neuroscience researcher and I'm a relationship expert and I love what I do. I love helping people have pleasure.
1: Yeah. And you're very good at what you do. And you're also just a joy of a human to hang with. Every time we get off recording with you I'm like I just love Dr. Nan. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're we're lo- we're going to be long friends at, even after uh you know you have your own talk
2: show and <laughs> you'd be on my talk show. Oh, yes. yes, <laughs> We'd have so much fun. It would be like the view, but yes. Emma. And That's people could
1: call in with their sex questions and be like, Dr. Nan, uh, speaking of which we have some questions and people sometimes ask Amy and I, uh, they're, they're ask us questions that, we're not doctors. So sometimes we don't feel comfortable answering those things. And we're like, ask your doctor. And so I think this is a perfect time to ask those more technical questions and also just get some more insight from you because you are such an expert in so many from science and sexuality. So are you ready, Dr. Nan?
2: I'm so ready. Bring it on. ladies. Here we
1: go. I am a 22 year old college graduate and I have never orgasmed in my life, even with a vibrator. I own a wand, a bullet, and a satisfier, the suction one, and used to have a rabbit. I had a lot of sexual harassment and a few sexual assaults growing up and dealt with a lot of shame. For most of my life, I have internalized that shame and the feelings of being watched to the point where I even feel watched when I am alone. This means I didn't even start masturbating until my freshman year of college, even though I started having sex my junior year of high school. I still barely understood or I'm sorry, I, bar- I still barely understand consent or that my pleasure mattered and I still struggle with this. I see a therapist now and I'm trying to work through my trauma and even though I can get close with a the vibrator, there is a block in my mind that has never let me cross that threshold. Please help.
2: Well, first of all, what I would say to this listener is I'm so sorry that you've had the challenges. And unfortunately, it's pretty common that particularly women end up having some trauma around sexual stuff. So it makes complete sense that you're having these challenges. And I have really good news for you. What you're experiencing is called primary anorgasmia. When you haven't yet had an orgasm, it's actually very treatable. The results that people get can be excellent. I think you're on the right track going to a therapist. What I will say is that in my experience, and I write about these kinds of um, people's cases, their experiences, that when people have that blockage that you refer to, it's usually some sort of trauma or bad experience around sexuality. And if you're having some issues getting at it with your therapist, maybe you want to think about calling me mm-hmm. because as a sex therapist and somebody who works with helping people navigate that and, and get through these blockages that shut down our ability to relax into the sensation. So all of that self-consciousness that you're experiencing, that people are watching you, that's symptoms of anxiety. And anxiety, I know, since I'm a long-term anxiety sufferer, so we need to work with the body, the breath, and the mind so that we can help you relax into experiencing sexual pleasure. And the more inputs we get into the general system, which means clitoris, anterior wall of the vagina, nipples, maybe even the anus, Getting more signals up into the brain can help. But first, we really need to relax into the experience and let the mind get out of the way. So if you want to reach out to me, you can get a free consult and I would love to help. So, what does that
0: kind of work look like? Is that you' I know you've talked about this past podcast about work because you do a lot of wonderful work around anxiety and mindfulness, it specifically in regards to sexuality. So, if someone were to come to you and they were going to work on how on the with the body, the breath, and the mind, so they can relax into the experience, um, and, this is common. I know a number of people that have have blocks. And also we get a lot of emails about this. I can't orgasm or it's really hard to orgasm. Um, and the work, I guess I'd say for a lot of folks, just seems daunting. They're like, what do I do? Can you get paint a little bit of a picture with like some ideas of those tools that people might be able to apply or learn
2: from you? Key to this, ladies, is having a different experience. So, when we talk about things, that's very cognitive. So, I had a woman who came to me, primary anorgasmia, two marriages, two kids, no orgasm. And she also was able to get close, but she could never let go. She came to my office and we talked about it. And she, As we were watching a video on the coital alignment technique, which is a very, very um, cool uh, modification of missionary, and she was watching this, she started giggling and giggling, and then she was laughing and then she was crying. She had an experience of releasing her Kind of being told the Catholic school that sex wasn't okay. Her mom had walked in on her, touching her genitals in the bathtub one time. So she had these experiences that we're daunting and that we're blocking her from being able to be in her experience. So the work is helping people in the session have a different experience, discharging the emotions that are associated with these bad experiences and letting go so that they can also harness their attention on the sensations of the experience and let their orgasm find them and the orgasm will.
0: So it's like creating a new neural pathway basically by having a, a new experience with you in a session, which is hard to do on our own. Like we have those miracle experiences where we can have our own new experience and we can be our own healers. And ultimately I think we are our own best healers, but sometimes we need guides. We need people to help escort us along the way and they help us get out of the, our way. They they can be mirrors for what we cannot see in ourselves. Um, I think that's that's really, really powerful. I, I Often so much of the advice here is, you see a therapist, but, but yeah, but it not, starts
1: with you and see a therapist. Everyone's like, ah, I just wanted to but not switch to switch
0: therapists can do sex therapy to the right. degree that, well, you know, exactly like that do. some
1: people, some therapists get very uncomfortable when talking about sex or they, they're not exactly sure. And I love that you take this science and, and use the brain and the body to heal people's trauma or their, or, or, what they or hold deep inside of themselves around sex, because that's powerful work. Do you think Nan? So you're saying
0: for this person, there is hope. This is workable. Uh, and and you know, but are there people who this isn't workable? Like, do you ever mm-hmm. see that where the people who are like, I can't orgasm, I've tried all the toys,
2: it's not happening. Well, in my experience, the primary anorgasmia where people have trouble finding the orgasm is pretty easy to treat. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to say that everybody should be able to, you know, find their orgasm quickly, but You really need somebody who's experienced with this to hold the space and help you navigate it. And unfortunately, a lot of therapists can be great, but the old methods of working with trauma, talking about them, talking about the trauma is not really what's helpful. It's the releasing the emotions, having a discharge of emotion, and then a different experience around the topic of sexuality around the sensations can be incredibly transformational, and then nature will take its course.
0: And I have one last question on this one before we go to the next sex question. Is this similar to people? So this this person just can't have an orgasm yet; they're really struggling, and so that's that's the prime prelimin- pre- preliminary anorgasmia. Yeah. Um, What about for people who can only orgasm one way? Like I can only get off with my vibrator or I can only get off watching porn or I can only get off jacking off really Mm -hmm. fast and hard. Is it a similar treatment there? People want to learn to get off in other ways or these very different things?
2: Well, you know, sex can be a habit and how we find our orgasm. orgasm is a habit. And when people approach me and they want to learn how to find their orgasm in different routes, what I do is I help them use the root that works and expand on it. So if you can find an orgasm one way, you can build upon it to expand it, to access it in other ways. So we build upon what works. I love that. That's really good. Yeah, I think that's that's and I and I like it because a lot
0: of people when this happens, they feel hopeless. I'm broken. I can't figure this out on my own. It's sex, so who do I ask about this and how do I work on this? I know when I've had struggles around orgasm or pleasure being in my body, it's felt really isolating and confusing. So I love what you're saying. Like there's there's hope, there's ways to work on this and sometimes doing it on our own isn't always the easiest path. So we have wonderful humans like you to help us along the way. Um, and remind me too, we'll talk about this at the end, how people can reach out to you, but you're in New Jersey, but you can work with people all over, correct? With all that? over the um,
2: country, all over the world. I've been doing virtual work forever the world needs you okay yes. we're moving
0: on to the next question from a 19 year old cisgender woman so i'm a bisexual bisexual 19 year old cisgender woman who just got out of a two-year relationship with a cisgender man i'm reflecting a lot about how and by the way what this person saying is they are a vulva owner and they identify as woman and their partner is uh just got relationship no just got out of one with a cisgender man, so a penis owner who identifies as a man. I'm reflecting a lot about how I felt not normal, air quotes, sexually, and how I often ignored the the complaints my body had. When I was intimate with this person, I would develop an anxiety around penetration being expected. Sometimes I just pushed through because I thought that's what my mind wanted or what was best for the relationship. It caused me to be pretty avoidant towards sexual encounters, which caused him a lot of frustration. Additionally, during solo sex, I have, I have a lot of trouble getting wet. It's not that I'm not turned on or interested in sex as I fantasize about it, but when it actually comes into action, anxiety develops, what are some ways to realign my body and my mind?
2: So the first question I would have for this listener is to listen to her vagina. Yeah, What's her vagina trying to say to her? And honestly, our bodies speak volumes. So what I would do is I would ask her to listen into the anxiety because it sounds like something about her vagina and being penetrated and being expected to do that generates anxiety. And the minute you get anxiety going, that will really affect your ability to access your sexuality. So, you know, that it doesn't surprise me that she's experiencing some dryness or not lack of lubrication in her vagina. So, you know, usually it's pretty easy to listen into this kind of thing and hear what's your body telling you. And when we listen to our bodies, they often just give us really great information. And you know, vaginas are not the only way to have sexual pleasure. And there's so much pressure on people to have sex in a certain way, which the North American sexual script is intercourse with orgasms in all the right places. And really the majority of women don't orgasm from just vaginal sex, you know? So that's why, Our expectations play such a huge role in whether we can be able to play in the bedroom. So here's a different way of looking at it. How could she have fun in the bedroom with a partner? And it doesn't have to look any particular way. And if she feels pressured, you can share that and have really good communication with the partner and actually figure out ways to be able to feel more comfortable exploring all aspects of your sexuality, including your vagina.
1: She talked about not getting wet during or having trouble getting wet during solo sex. And I want to speak to that a little bit because for one thing, there's always lube, right? And there's always the ways to enhance that. If you like internally, internally using products or sex Mm -hmm. toys, or if you're solo playing, I I wanted to speak to that because I feel like whenever I am in a masturbation session on my own, I don't really get wet either. I think maybe, and and I'm not trying to compare um, this listener to me, but Mm -hmm. I do think that wetness is something that people associate automatically with being turned on and that those things aren't related to each other, right? They can happen and they do happen, but they not, not necessarily. There's many times where I know that I am so turned on and my pussy just is not wet, but I'm like, I am so turned on. So I, I hope that this listener, um, out there, I wouldn't put so much into that piece as much and really check into your body and also try different techniques with your hands, with toys, different products, um, a lot of different things to tap into and really find, and if you, if your goal is getting wet, just use a little bit of lubrication and then you have all the wetness that you desire.
2: That was a good read, April, that you picked up on it. I didn't realize that she said she was dry in, in solo sex. You know, sometimes vaginas are more wet than others. It has to do with the time of the month for a lot of people, How whether we're hydrated or not. But you know what? We don't have to, like, be vigilant about vaginas being wet we can just enjoy our vaginas and if we need a little lubrication we can use a little coconut oil or or uber lube (laughs) Lube. okay yeah (laughs) you know there's lots of ways to lubricate a vagina Mm -hmm. and
1: omgs for this person too and this is why we love these companies that we've worked with for years because omgs is a way that they can explore some solo sex. They could also, if they're partnered, they could share those some of those modules of what they have enjoyed about themselves, internal, externally. However, uh, they are, it's almost like an experiment. As you said, making it playful, not a job, but making it fun and playful. I think that was such good advice because once you take the work out of it and you kind of say, I'm gonna drop in, I'm gonna enjoy this. Then you find techniques that you enjoy and then you can share that with a partner and then you can have this open opening of your, be sexually liberated at some point. There's a cycle there, right? Mm. There's the either uh, it feels like
0: there's this pressure for penetration, then I feel avoidant, then my partner feels frustration. And it's a cycle where you're both showing up with this energy that's feeding off of each other. And it doesn't make for a sexy situation, which is all very heady, a very heady experience, uh, which again, I think would, would serve having someone else like a, another sex therapist um, help you sort through this because that can be a really confusing place. But it sounds like she's taking a lot on herself. Uh, yes. I'm not normal. There's a problem yeah. with me. That's I'm me. the problem yeah. here in this relationship, but there, I just want to point to that too, that there's also dynamic. It's takes two to tango. You know, are you, are you two talking about this with each other? Are you just kind of the elephant in the room that my libido's is low or, the, or well, I, she I, got not, out I of the two year
1: relationship? Yeah. She said, so I think right now it's now me. it's like the healing process yeah. later. And, and
2: they're wondering how they actually do that. April and Amy, you're amazing. You guys, oh. even though you don't think of yourselves as doctors, I think you know more about sex than most, than certainly the majority of therapists, period.
1: I got a and PhD we're... in doggy style, okay? <laughs> <it>. Wow, <Whoa!
2: laughs> love it. I want to get a PhD in, in the flat doggy style. But, <laughs> yeah. um, it's my favorite. But you know what I will say is that we need to talk more about sex. And when I say talk more about sex with each other, Outside the bedroom, if we have really deep, wonderful, heartfelt, uh, vulnerable conversations about our feelings, about our sexuality, it's such a great window into intimacy and closeness and trust. And, you know, we don't talk enough about sex. I taught grand rounds at a, I won't say what, medical school this week in psychiatry and they don't talk about sex and you know what it was so weird while i was waiting to be introduced they gave a 45 minute lecture about anorgasmia and sex sites and everything the woman who was introducing me who's a psychiatrist said i'm really uncomfortable with sex and talking about sex because i went to catholic school and i thought to myself holy moly We need to talk about sex in there. And she said that they don't talk about sex at the medical school in the psychiatry department. Mm. So it's really sad how people are not trained to get over our discomfort and to be able to, as physicians, as psychologists, as social workers, to be able to really welcome people's sexuality and prioritize pleasure Is not a luxury, but a necessity for a happy, healthy, emotional brain. This podcast
0: was made possible by Sakara. You deserve to have more mmm in all aspects of your life, including what you do with your body as well as what you put in it. From sex to food, it's time to up your pleasure game. That's why we are huge fans of Sakara. With Sakara, you get nutritious, ready-to-eat meals made with powerful plant-based ingredients that actually nourish your body, without ever sacrificing taste, and delivered right to your door. Mm-mm-mm. Mm.
1: Along with delicious plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. Experience the transformative power of plants with their best-selling metabolism super powder, made with organic raw cacao. It works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce. Fatigue and right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to Sakara.com/slash shameless or enter code shameless at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com/slash shameless to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com/slash shameless. Your body, your belly, and your taste buds will thank you for it. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com.
0: OMGS is a research-based online program that teaches you all about how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made beautiful animated modules and super honest short videos to give you ways to reach even more pleasure. I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years, and it's been changing
1: their lives. We all know pleasure is fluid and ever-changing, so why not add more tools to your pleasure tool belt? OMGS is for everyone, so whether you are a vulva owner or you just love vulvas, OMGS will give you the techniques to get your O-face on. There are two seasons to choose from and hundreds of gorgeous videos to explore. So go see what science says about pleasure and visit omgs.com slash shameless. That's omgs.com slash shameless to get $5 off your OMGS access. Again, omgs.com slash shameless. Go check it out. Now back to the show. That information really bums me out because think about like the, like sexual trauma is a huge piece of a lot of people's lives mm-hmm. and they seek treatment from psychiatrists, not necessarily always from sex therapists, because they don't even know sometimes that they had this trauma or that they were holding on to this. And this was a piece, maybe it happened to them when they were really little. And if people aren't equipped to actually provide, normalize the situation normalize sex and help them guide them through, uh, like the, with the tools, as you were talking about, that's so scary and people probably have been with more shame and because their psychiatrist is maybe not providing them with the proper treatment. So I'm so thankful that you exist, Nan, and that you were at that conference. Mm -hmm. Hopefully some of those doctors uh, and and people in the psych field were open to learning more about sex after hearing you speak. And I hope you just got out there and showed some porn of people like banging each (laughs) other and be like, all right, people.
2: Uh, You know, it's really, it's so important. I had a woman contact me. She'd gone to her gynecologist to complain about dryness and pain when she has intercourse. And you know what this gynecologist told her? You're just not having enough sex. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, you know, this is a gynecologist, O B G Y N. Was it a a penis owning gynecologist? It happened to have been one who owns a penis. Uh And, and, you know, it's so sad because we're so uncomfortable. We are a lewd prude nation, people are Mm -hmm. obsessed. And you can't even have a decent conversation with that. And everybody's so worried about pronouns that you're afraid to even talk.
0: Yeah. yeah. They're walking so we on need eggshells.
2: to relax a little bit, give people the benefit of the doubt if they're not getting the pronoun right, and be more important about being kind and understanding and compassionate and really listen to people when they're speaking, really yeah. hear them.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. I've just one last comment on this before we go to the next question. Um, actually, because this person's only 19 years old. Mm-hmm.
2: Be gentle with yourself.
0: You are so young and and you have you're probably newer to having sex, you know, being a sexual person. I, as a 36 year old, can tell you I spent from becoming sexually active at 16 until you know, probably only a couple of years ago, I had a lot of compliant sex where mm-hmm. I pushed through it, and and this is conditioning for centuries upon centuries that a lot of love owners are carrying. So it goes way beyond you, even if you didn't have your, you know, your mother, your parents telling you like you should just, you know, it's all about the man's pleasure. And um, this is like Im- embedded. And I had to actually like you started this, Nan, saying um, listen to your vagina. I had to realize a couple of years ago after leaving this last relationship, I wasn't listening to my pussy, and I was like girl, I'm so sorry. I'm going to start taking care of you and listening to you. So I just want to say that for That's, this listener to just really be gentle. With
1: I think that is a beautiful point. And when I, I didn't even realize that they were 19, I'm so grateful that they're doing the work and listening to podcasts yeah. and that podcast and and access to a person like Dr. Nan to help them through just the the this is a beautiful time to explore your sexuality and open up and to do the work. And I didn't have an orgasm from a partner until I was in my late, late 20s. -hmm. So I think you're doing the work now and um, good for you. Kudos, congrats, and thank you for your question. Mm -hmm. And thank you, Doctor Nan, for that answer. That was beautiful. Are you ready for another, another? Yes, like DJ. Please, another one. Okay, (laughs) sorry,
2: I couldn't help myself. Uh, You guys are really doing an incredible service. You know, with what you're doing, and I have people contact me from because they've listened to you. Yeah. And I just have to say that what you're doing is really, really amazing work. The two of you together. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. We love it, and your work is great too.
1: All right. Here we go. I am 65 and my wife is 64. Here's my issue. I don't have a problem getting hard, but I can't seem to reach orgasm even with masturbation. I have to take a cocktail of meds for my mental health, which have been increased due to COVID. This issue has only come in the past few months. And I have taken these meds for the past five years. I don't know if this has just become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Do you have any suggestions? Also, please note, I gave up watching porn a few years ago.
2: Well, to this listener, I would say that I'm really happy to hear that his penis is working in the sense that he's able to have erections, and that's good, What he's complaining of is a very common side effect of psychiatric meds and also meds for blood pressure, for heart disease, for arthritis. A lot of medications have some sort of inhibitory effect. What he's talking about, the inability to orgasm is a typical side effect of the SSRIs. So where they can have an erection, they have a hard time having an orgasm. And that's because serotonin is basically like a dampening, a dampener of the sexual response. So what I would say to him, well, two things. One thing would be, are you frustrated? Because if he's experiencing pleasure and it's more if he's frustrated because he thinks he should have an orgasm, you know, versus... That it's just plain old frustrating. I, you know, I would like to focus on pleasure, without being so much about the orgasm. However, I would say that I would advise him to talk to his prescriber, because what they can do is they can, um, to, they can sort of um, update the medicines with some, uh, even in addition of a medication. That can help um, counter the side effects of the other medications or to think about how to lower the dose or maybe to change the medication. So I'm not surprised with the increase of the antidepressants and hopefully now that we're the COVID stress should be remitting he can go back to his prescriber and renegotiate his antidepressant cocktail or whatever he's on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it sounds like- meds are um, my
1: mental health. Yeah,
0: the yeah. mental yeah. health, but it's been increased due to COVID mm-hmm. and it's only been the past couple of months in April, right. now, doctors, but you are you know a lot more about this. Yeah, And, um, and so it, it sounds
2: like there's probably some sort of direct correlation with yes. the medication there. So I My bet would be it's an SSRI. It yeah. is like a, one of the- medications that are impairing his ability to um, orgasm.
1: And the thing is Dr. Nan, and maybe you can speak to this a little bit, from my understanding, if you are on uh, a cocktail of of, uh, different meds, especially if there's heart medications, and I'm not exactly sure with SSRIs, but some folks if they're unable to either achieve an erection or achieve an orgasm, sometimes they end up taking Viagra to help with their, with their heart, you know, their erections. And then that can be dangerous to mix Viagra with some of these other heart medications, arthritis medications. So th- that's something that, um, if you are listening out there and I-, I don't, I'm not a doctor, uh, but do you know anything about that Dr. Nan and, and for safety reasons, people, I mean, should they avoid that?
2: Well, you know, as long as you consult with your doctor, you know, it's interesting because Viagra itself dilates the blood vessels, which actually is not bad for the heart. But if you're on medication that's doing that, that can then, if you're taking Viagra on top of that, that could be uh, potentially a problem. But actually, you know, if you talk to your doctor, most of the time you can use Viagra with the other medications. You just really need to check with a medical doctor.
0: Yeah. you so, want to go, go get it on the black market. And yeah. you know yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Go get yeah. the rhino. What's that rhino? Uh, like there's some kind of, at the, gas station. <laughs> at the gas station. It's like, I don't know what it is. Hey but doc, can
2: I take oh, the, I, rhino? Yeah, the rhino? The yeah. rhino that you're well, talking about. But, and it's interesting. Um, there's, there's a pill for erections,
0: but there isn't really one to have an orgasm though. Right, yeah. There's that little different, different kind of yeah, thing too, there.
2: you know, and they're actually, you know, the, um, the, medications for example wellbutrin which is an antidepressant buprenorphine i always forget how to pronounce that but that actually does not have the same sexual side effects as the ssri so i'm not saying you can't go just take it you have to talk to your doctor but often there are one or two medications that they can add one or the other to somebody's cocktail and maybe lower the other one so that the penis will be able to have the happy ending mm-hmm. that the penis we want to have yeah Woo, the
0: happy ending where you go Woo, that was Woo, yeah we did-
1: I wanted to suggest maybe this person tries, I, and I'm, this isn't a shameless pitch for hot octopus, but I do recommend some folks out there, if they ha, if they either if they can achieve an erection or cannot achieve an erection, and they want to experience something that maybe can be an aid to their orgasm. masturbation and to orgasm. Uh, because remember, one, as this person um, clearly has experienced, one can happen without the other. Some folks can right. have an ejaculation with no erection, or you can right. have an erection, but no ejaculation. Or an orgasm without ejaculation. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. So if you want to check out some, like the Pulse products and Hot Octopus, that perhaps can uh, be an assistant to your masturbation um, ritual. And you could get them at purepleasureshop.com and you get 15% off with coupon code shameless sex.
2: That's <laughs> a great idea, April. And I will say also the other thing I recommend sort of um, to everybody who is experiencing some sort of challenge with either erections or or lubrication, or orgasm, do lots and lots of kegels. Mm -hmm. Keep that pelvic floor toned, get the blood flow there, and then I have my tap and imagery exercise that comes from my research showing that people can, just by thinking about erotic stimulation, they can turn their brain on, very much like orgasm. So tell people to practice touching themselves and then tuning into the sensation, touching their genitals and then thinking about touching their genitals. Because when you get those pleasure pathways primed, those neurons that fire together will wire together and we can turn up the volume on the genital sensations in the brain's crotch. The general sensory cortex, yeah. That's we.
0: Go ahead. Do you is this in your book, or do you have this on your website where people can? This is
2: this is in my book, and I actually on my blog I have in my in my um, website I have the the different exercises that I um, suggest, and also if you go to Hot Octopus in the blog, I write about how you can get more inputs from your genitals, and this is true for both men and women the more input you get stimulated. So if you kind of, you add different places of the genitals, plus the nipples and plus getting the mind on it, you're going to increase the sensations and you stimulate more of the area in the brain that receives sensation. So probably helps with an orgasm and also better quality for people of orgasm. Mm.
1: That's, that's amazing advice. And I think, There's hope for all of these folks out there writing that are frustrated or that are feeling um, inadequate. You're not, you're not any of those things. And uh, the good news is with a little bit of shifts and help from folks like Dr. Nan, you can have the sex of your dreams, okay? The dreams, (laughs) dreams are real. Um, This
2: is not my, I have a dream speech, but it's true though, right? This is- And you can unfold sex. So that, you know, we think of young, sexy, hot, but sex is a lot of learning. And having an orgasm is a learning experience. We have to learn how to connect the dots between the generals and the pleasure places in the brain. And we can unfold incredibly delicious sex over a lifetime. The last chapter of my book is all about you know, sexual potential and how we can enhance it and enjoy it for our whole lives Mm -hmm. till the day we die. So I think that you can have fabulous 50s, sizzling 60s, sexy 70s, erotic 80s. Uh, My parents are in their 90s. I don't talk to them about their sex life, but I think you could be having a good time in your 90s too. Yeah, on your knees, 90s. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I got to go on my knees cuz I can't have my, hip, my hip.
2: boyfriend. <laughs>
1: uh, maybe like laying down. Yeah, Um, so Dr. Nan for folks out there that don't know how to reach you, if they want to work with you, find your book, can you please just uh tell them out there where where you are?
2: For a good time. Yeah, for a good time. Yeah, for a good time. Uh, you go to my website uh askdrnan.com. Dr spelled with all the letters. And you can sign up for a free consult. So it's AskDrNan.com. I give people free consults. So, and I'm happy to help. And not everybody needs to see me as a therapist, but I've also had people who have listened to your podcast and read my book and just sent me notes saying, just reading the book, they got these, you know, things kind of came into place. So they really, you know, the whole point of the book is learning about how the brain mind works and how the emotional core wired in systems that we share with our puppies and mammals that psychology ignores, psychiatry ignores, medicine ignores. And so that, you know, a lot of times just understanding our how the sexual brain works, how the mind works, we can work everything a lot better and have tools in the book with breath how you can talk to partners about sex, how you can understand your own erotic fingerprints. You know, sex drives are not just high or low. We we differ in what turns us on and how we like to have sex. So a lot of times when couples are really having a challenge in that department, it's because they don't understand their own erotic fingerprints, like their love style and their partner's love style. For example, somebody who's a real um, active lover, you know, Who's doesn't think it's sex unless the furniture is flying, is going to have a hard time with a partner who's a real soulful lover, who the gaze and the connection is going to be really, really important. So if you have somebody who's an explorer who likes to explore sex, and you have somebody who's also a soulful lover, they may have a hard time hooking up. So you need to understand that it's not just low or high sex drives. We're wired differently. And and that can also change over time. And cultivating that and understanding each other's sex sort of styles can make a bigger playing field for a whole lot of fun. Mm,
1: you just sold me on it. (laughs) Yeah, me too. You're so wonderful, Dr. Nan. Thank you for joining us again and again. And we know that you'll be back again, uh, because you just incredible. So thank you for all of your wisdom and for everything you're doing for people out there to help Mm -hmm. them. So thank you.
2: It's my pleasure.
1: And to all of our beautiful listeners out there, one invitation for you is to go on iTunes. Give us some five stars. If there were 10, would you do it too? Yeah. That's not a great song, but I just want to encourage you to go just, just, Review us because it helps more people find access to Dr. Nan's work. It helps more probably psychiatrists out there learn about sex because yeah, they're to not help their kids. clients. Yes. Yeah. So just go ahead. It just moves us up so more people can find us and we read every single one. And also, I want to let you know from the bottom of my heart, possibly my pussy sometimes. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. Thank you for listening to the Shameless Sex Podcast, y'all. We'll see you next Tuesday. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys,
0: use code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com.